This is the most unrelatable podcast you will ever listen to in your entire life, part two. So look, if, if by hearing that, you should understand if you haven't heard part one, there is just no reason to start here. You need to go back to the previous episode and listen to the most unrelatable podcast you have ever listened to, part one. And again, this ain't for everybody. This is truly for people that want to hear about the highest level of optimization, the highest quality of life, quantified joy, and deep, deep work on yourself to get to an extraordinarily unrelatable level of life. This is for you. But if you're not on that level, I suggest you don't go back to episode one and you just move on with your life. And again, I go back to this idea of, man, okay, you know fundamentally that you can get better. You know that you can evolve. If you don't build a foundational framework for you to systematically evolve and measure that evolution so that you can actually see how you're getting better so that you can optimize along the way to experiment and do trial and error for for how you are and who you are in order to continue to get better while you are evolving and the world's evolving around you because you're in this continual state of change. You're in this continual state of creating a better probability of a better future. That's what you're doing on an ongoing basis. And for me, you know, when I think about what I've been able to make better in the last like 45, 60 days, it's like I'm a completely different human being. And now I'm in this state of like, you know, I can make every single thing better nonstop on an ongoing basis every single day. And, and, uh, you know, even, even over this last month, as I look at, you know, the way that I am a father and husband, I've been able to like, have so much more clarity, so much more patience, be so much more on top of how my my wife and kids are feeling and and their needs and be able to be there on a higher level than I could previously when I was already there and spending the majority of my time with both of them. But as you know, you've heard me say in the past where I continually look for ways to make my relationship with my wife better and better from how I send her the email in the morning and how we build uh, this rhythm of our relationship where it's movie nights and date nights and talk nights and, and family sync meetings and all of these different things that allow us to be in this high level. Then I used to ask her to send me a number each day how she felt about our relationship and I realized like at this level nope it's not enough insight and not enough communication about it you get an email you have a, a number to put to to status but if you don't have an insightful conversation about that it's not actually making your uh, relationship better so what did I do I turned around and now every morning when we take our children to school we then have a conversation about the number and what could I have done better or what did you like about today or what it would feel? So now it's this continual communication and deep understanding of how she is feeling as part of a daily ritual. 
that I now have a quantified number against as well, you know? And and again, these are the layers where you just begin to think of like, oh, what can I do to make it better? Even the way that we collect Every single week, we write down what we want to celebrate that week, and we would roll it up and put it into a wine bottle, and on January 31st of every year, we would dump it out and read them together. And it's this amazing ritual because it's like you're just writing down once a week what you celebrated, and when you actually read it to each other at the end of the year, it is fascinating because it's like your journey of 52 celebrations. And even at the end of this year, as as I'm as we're reading them, I could tell there was a pretty significant portion of hers that she was just kind of like firing it off. And then we missed a lot of weeks. And I'm like, okay, I know that our weekly meetings that we call family sinks that are all of everybody uh, that is involved in our sort of ecosystem of getting everything done with the family, we organize every week to, to, to keep a nice flow in sort of the, the, the rhythm of our family and lives. It's, it's the most amazing, unrelatable, high optimization when you have a rhythm of home, a chief of staff, two assistants, and nannies to operate it completely unrelatable, but it allows us as a family to be constantly in communication about what are all the needs and changes to keep the energy in our house flowing. Now, the problem is, is those can be a little bit intense at times. And so what happens is we would then do our uh, what do we want to celebrate that week at the end of it? I thought that was the right way to do it, uh, to make sure that we did it. But, you know, a lot of times those meetings would run long. Uh, we would get frustrated trying to figure things out, and then they wouldn't get done. And then at the end of the year, instead of having 52, we ended up with 40. And so, you know, this is this beautiful celebration that I didn't want to just be an afterthought to the quality of it. And so I changed it. I said, okay, let's add, let's put numbers one through 52. And then me and my wife will do it on Sunday mornings after I take her to Starbucks. Right? So we, I, I get up in the morning, go through all my routine. She gets up, kids get fed. And then I take her to Starbucks where she's the most relaxed and happiest that she can be on a Sunday afternoon with her fresh Starbucks and uh, your ham and cheese croissant. And then we go home and then fill out what we want to celebrate that week. Then it's in this much more high energy environment. And then I have, you know, my assistant check every Monday in our rhythm of like, did you, did you guys do it? And if not, then I set a time to go and do it. But now even something like that, which how could you even make a, a celebration into a high, higher optimized uh, system to make it for higher quality? Because you know that it's this beautiful thing that you're going to be able to share with each other for years and years of look at all the things we celebrated in, in 2020. Look at the things we celebrated in 15. I can see how this is part of our legacy in life and how making it as as consistent and high of quality as possible and be something that's going to be meaningful to us forever. And again, totally unrelatable, totally unrelatable. But it is the depth that your mind begins to think of how you can continue to make so many different things better. 
And when I think about the way that my body and my health has changed in the last 90 days of being this committed to where nothing goes in your body, but something that is essential to make it better or keep it optimal, my entire body's changed. It's the first time, it's the leanest and lightest and strongest I've ever been. This month is the first time since probably 2014 that my body fat was under 10% for the average of the month. So it's like, you know, you feel incredible, the the most f- fulfilling, rewarding, highest output, and then like your actual body and the health of your body is at the highest level that it's ever been, you know? And then what what do you continue to do? How can I optimize it and make it better? Then then you listen to a podcast about the importance of if you're going to have a, a lean protein diet and intermittent fast that you how important sodium is and then you start drinking sodium every morning and feel the change in your energy then you you know start to think about okay if you're if you've evolved into where you're looking at living for 1 million hours and want to live to 114 how can you continue to optimize for longevity like okay well the number one thing is cellular health right so then you start like looking into cellular health and then you buy the cutting edge cellular health hu- supplement to add to your supplement line start doing red light therapy in the mornings uh when as part of your wake up routine at, at 3:30 and 4 in the morning you know it's like like all of these things at this level, you just continue to add layers and layers of making yourself better and better because you are in this perpetual state of effortless growth and evolution to where you also have the freedom of mind to continually be thinking of new things to add. Now my brain training is so consistent that I started rating qualitatively my brain training. Now I I rate qualitatively 0 to 10 how sharp did my brain feel because now I'm so consistent I began to see variations in the way that my brain would work in the morning and I would now begin to look at like what what happened the night before what did I do the other day what could I make an adjustment so that every time I brain train in the morning that I no longer uh, have to try to make happen that it's part of like my way of being that I'm using it as now a tool to see how sharp I am. In 2020, it was the lowest number of the most consistent thing that I did. I brain trained for like 17% of the year in 2020. It was like one month I didn't do it at all. Versus like now it is something I do every single day to the point where I rate it and try to optimize into it. And again, it is what happens when you grow into that level and just continually push and push and push and go beyond it and These are all things that I have just been doing over the last 30 days and just keep adding thing after thing after thing. Like even as I have been evolving into thinking more about now I have this beautiful baseline, how do I now begin to track and add more data? Uh, The universe provided me with a human optimization and longevity coach. And so now what am I doing? I'm in the middle of building a an, an entire rhythm of health that includes like genetic testing and full body scans and baseline uh, sort of like blood markers that you get every quarter that you can optimize your diet into and biological age and brain scans and brain health and all of like all of these different sort of new pieces of baseline information that I'm going to add into my data set that's going to ensure that I live at a highly optimized, healthy, 
high energy, amazing experience for as long as I can. For as long as I can. And and it seems all of this, again, is like, oh, it's just, it seems like so much. But it's, it to me, I'm still doing this inside this beautiful rhythm of living this very joyful, high energy, amazing life. I'm not trying to do any of this. I have just gotten to the point where my machine and who I am is operating at this level that part of its makeup is that it continually seeks and finds inputs to make itself better on an ongoing basis. That's what's possible if you stay committed to continually getting better and better in all aspects of your life rather than just single parts of your life, you know? And and even when I think about what this level of depth of thinking and clarity has done to even the way that I am approaching business, you know, it's like, you know, think about ridiculousness and you've heard me speak many times of, of the depth of which how I've optimized ridiculousness. But in 2023, is the start of a five-year plus two-year deal to now shoot 336 episodes of television a year. And by most accounts, that's just unrelatable by itself. It's what's even a television show to like the average person. And like to not understand television, you'll be like, that's outrageous. But for people that understand television, it's like I'm lying to them when I say I shoot 336 a year and it's 4% of my time. And I don't know what the data is going to shake out for this year, but it's probably going to be below 4%. 4% is what it took for me to shoot 252 episodes of television last year. And I transitioned to 336, but I did it because, hey, uh, the only way for me to to create more opportunity through ridiculousness is to shoot more episodes because by doing that I can make more money and it creates more value in the production company that despite selling it two times before that I am part of the new investment group that bought me before and and building to sell it again. And the only way I can create more value is to shoot more shows. And But I didn't want to compromise my quality of life. So I went deep into how uh, can I shoot it in the same amount of time, if not less. And I went through that show and looked at like, okay, the one thing that I could do is rather than shooting seven clip packages, I could shoot six. And that would take my shoot time down to... Uh, 25 minutes per show and then if we kept the same outfit for two shows and did no break in between shows essentially shooting an hour-long episode that breaks up into two that I could now shoot eight episodes in less time than I shot six episodes and it would still be the exact same rhythm that I had already optimized which was four times a month Ten and a half months a year to be able to have that same output. 
So what happened? I went and did that in January for the first time. It was a daunting. Is it going to work? Am I going to get tired by shooting eight? Will I have the energy? Will it even be possible? But because all of this is integrated together and operating at such a high level and I'm taking no no chances of putting anything in my body or not having a great night's sleep that by the time I went and shot eight episodes, it was easy and effortless. And I did it in five hours and 26 minutes. It took me on average seven hours to shoot the six episodes uh, from the previous year. Like, what? What? It's unrelatable. It's unrelatable, you know? And, and to me, you know, even as I shot in the first month of January, I could tell what I was eating was affecting my energy through the first set of four versus the second four. And I optimized my diet for having, for eating like lean protein in a salad before I went in at 9am rather than having a shake that I traditionally do and take my supplements. And boom, just like that, I had this highly optimized energy for all eight, all eight, you know? And then as I I'm having the time and the space to begin to think about like, okay, well, what else can I do to maximize this 336 episodes a year? Well, look, you know, my biggest investment and portfolio company is Luso Cloud. Then, all right, how do we transition to only wearing Luso Clouds on the show? Well, I had kind of been stuck in this paradigm because I would wear a New Era hat and a, and a, and a, and a machine hat and match it up to my Nikes. Well, that's not creating me any value. And like, all right, let's let's evolve a little bit, change your outfits into a Luso cloud hat and start wearing Pellies on every single episode. Now, I'm going to be able to promote and drive one of my most significant portfolio companies through 336 episodes of television a year. And again, it seems so obvious. Like, why wouldn't have you done that all the years before? But I had to get into this continual state of, of optimization. How do you keep making everything better to even get there? You know, and e- even, even when, you, when, I, when I think about that from a support of the portfolio company and that earned media might be all the difference that, that pushes the entire brand to the next level in the next year. And then when I I'm you know look at something like MindRide and and what it's evolving and growing into and think about what I've become over this last month and what tools that I could use that they create it's like man like I am in this deeply highly optimized state I need my supplement that can take advantage of all of these innovative nootropic products that they have access to that wouldn't make sense in a bar and what do we do we developed a supplement, the magnetic mind. And now the magnetic mind is now this cornerstone of like what I take before I do like really high level work, including shooting TV, including shooting TV. Now I can't even imagine shooting this show, shooting uh, television or taking a, a meeting without it. And I think it'll be a product that ends up being, you know, the breakout product for the entire company based off of the scale of of what these nootropic supplements are uh, as an addressable market. But again, that was in a random meeting of moment of clarity of like, this is what we need to do. You know, it, it's these are the type of things that happen on a nonstop basis when you are just like living in this level of, of, of optimization and this deep, deep state 
of of harmonious, high quality existence. You know that that again is not relatable to to most people, but it is attainable by everyone. It's attainable by everyone. Because again, I say, if I did it, anybody can do this, you know. And, and I wanted to to share more of the depth of what had happened to me through this process of of growing and then evol- uh, uh, eventually evolving to this state for a few reasons, you know. Because number one, it's like you know, man, it is heaven on earth. I truly believe that. I just have never felt more amazing. I've never like enjoyed life more. You know, when I go to Disneyland for my daughter's birthday, it's like I can like smell the chlorine in the water and see the craftsmanship of of this uh, you know, weird thing created in like 72 that they're still running there. You know, it's like every bit of life's experience is so rich and amazing, and I truly believe that this is the way that you are meant to to live the human experience to enjoy it at the highest level like it it's a form of enlightenment it's like a high performance enlightenment where you get to still enjoy the throes of normal life and experience the material world and everything that exists but you live in this sort of enlightened state and and it and it took a lot of for me to get here you know and and again I don't even feel like I've even scratched the surface. That is the craziest part of this entire thing to me. Like I have like continually grown, evolved into this beautiful state. And even today, after sharing this sort of breakthrough of of reaching this entire other level and all the ways that it continues to get better and better, I still don't even believe I've scratched the surface. And that that is what I think is the beauty and the core uh, of why it feels amazing because you just continually keep getting better and the better you get, the clearer you see new ways to get better. And then you enjoy the present of being the best version of yourself that you grew into it knowing that there's still a better version of you right on the horizon. Not maybe right on the horizon so on a continual basis you are filled with the joy of of living an extraordinary present always knowing that your future is going to be better and 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 again i want people to know it's possible and i want people that are that are already in the position of of you know beginning to become disciplined and seeing their life as this integrated system to know that if you keep pushing uh, that you will continuously evolve to getting better and better till eventually you land here because make no mistake this is a a life of very low effort you get this this level of output and this level of growth without being needing to like start over or try really hard it is who you are and who you uh, have become as a being in the way of life that is you and there you have it for basically the most unrelatable podcast you have ever heard in your life um take some time to think about that one 
you know, for those of you that stuck around, uh, which, uh, you know, is, is deep into part two over here. Um, but I, I believe that everybody uh, has the ability to get here. And if you uh, believe it as well, then start the practice of looking at your life uh, as everything matters and designing everything in a way that you can measure it to become better and get better and better at life until you become someone you never thought was possible. Because that is every single person's true ability. And I believe everybody's human why. Until next time, see it, believe it, do it.